Welcome to the Freud's Angels podcast, where two highly intuitive women dig into everyday problems using our connection to the divine, psychology, and energy work. We support you in your self-awareness, growth, and aid you in your shadow work. Now we're your hosts. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Grace. Let's get into the show. Hey, hey, angels. Welcome to episode 132 of the Freud's Angels podcast. We are recording this after having not seen each other for two weeks. <laughs> so we have we have emptied out lots of things in our pregame. <laughs> so actually, now that I think about it, I'm like, this is a great topic for us, <laughs> given what, what just happened. <laughs> what what you guys did not witness, but we'll hear about it at some point. Um it's a it's a good a good I think possibility of of uplifting which is very needed right now so yeah yeah what 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 is this that that I'm very being very very vague about (laughs) well we're going to talk about how to redefine success and I agree it's I thought it's full transparency here when we were deciding on the topic we were both kind of spun out from talking about um we're both gemini risings and so this full moon in sagittarius was all about relationships and so we're we're spinning out about talking about relationships whether friendships or you know intimate relationships whether it's relationships with ourselves or whatever it's it's just relationships um and we have experienced that in this past week as you do when you're gearing up for a full moon it it starts happening well before the full moon happens you know how that works um and we were both kind of deflated we felt really deflated like almost like we like it's all outside of us and it was like ugh. and we were just kind of in that space and we were like really struggling to find like let's do this kind of energy and so we kind of started and we you know i did some card pulling we read our horoscopes we did the thing and and i think we just kind of let the moment pass and and just we decided okay we're ready let's do this and it's you know in my previous lifetime (laughs) i would have taken that as a now i have to push myself through something that i don't feel like i have the capacity to do but giving myself the pause we're just kind of hanging out we're doing things pulling cards just kind of connecting to the magic and to the moment and to what fills us up and what guides us and getting the support from the cards from angels from horse from astrology all the things that show up to support us we're like okay we feel back at like our normal level and i guess you know that's that's successful in itself that the fact that it wasn't like a quick decision to say i don't want to record today i don't feel it and to be in the energy of what we were working through and not allowing the energy to pass through us and continue on and continue forward um and so that's that's you know that's our success for the moment yeah (laughs) we're gonna call that a success yes yeah and i think that that's like you know what the topic of 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 making sure that we're using the word redefining success and not just success because we understand that like the idea of success and the feeling of success 
is something that drives us and makes us feel good and gives us the feel good chemicals. So like, why wouldn't we want to find that in other spaces? But we don't, you know what I mean? Like we just don't really have the, the, the programming to think of all the ways that success exists in our lives so that we can be building on that. And so that we can be feeling that good emotion. I think, um, you know, a lot of people, a ridiculous amount of people that I see even in my, in my practice feel that like celebrating success is, is equal to resting on your laurels so that you don't celebrate success because you're not there yet, you know? And it's like, well, okay. But if you're a guilt, you know, if you're going to be a human, you're going to make multiple goals. You're never going to be there. You're always going to be there though. You know, if you let yourself see all of the successes. So I like that, you know, and starting off with being like a success for us today was being able to go through all of what we just went through. And y'all, I mean, I, I, I took up a big chunk of it with my friggin' circus of a life right now. Um, <laughs> But like being able to to be like, well, that's what happened, <laughs> you know, like, um, but we're still here for this. Like, what is what are are we still here for this? You know, and I feel like we even gave like the pause to be like, you know, we don't have to do it, you know, right. that it would be a success to just connect today because we haven't connected in a couple of weeks, you know, yes. and, and to, to gain the insights that we've gained and to you know, be able to to spill the free whole ice that we haven't been able to spill to anybody, you know, like <laughs> that kind of thing is, is a success, but do we want to reach further? And it was like, yeah, we do. And to us, that's successful to be able to shift gears, um, to air signs <laughs> to not just continue to float in the wind. <laughs> yeah. You have a double air sign and a triple air sign. We're, yeah. we're a lot of air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and I think that many of you, when you hear the word success, you hear it in the connotation of money and in the connotation of like hard work. And it's not to say that hard work isn't a form of success. It's very true that it is success. Um, but there's so many other micro successes along the way. And it fits so well within what we were talking about last week and the idea of celebrating us and and reflection on our journey and where how far we've really come. Um, that's that success and that kind of like that, like you were talking about the idea of not celebrating because it's like you're resting on our laurels and we have to keep going and we have to keep moving and we can't take the pause and say, wow shit's good like like i have a set i have a candle by uh, magic hour candles which are amazing um and um oh and happy pride month all of you um anyone who is celebrating pride month and those of you who are supporting of the people in your life that celebrate pride month um let's make it more about this is my side bit but let's make it more about how do we fight for human rights for a group of people that have had a lot of them taken away and no one has the right to take human rights away you you have them and let's do our part in supporting that and and however way we can and it's not waiting until the shit hits the fan but it's being proactive and helping them before the shit hits the fan and doing your best and if you know i know all of us think that if we wear pride merch that 
it is supporting them, but let me challenge you that it's not. Um, while yes, it, you're showing your allyship and that's important. If you're gonna spend money, find a really deep integrated charity that supports that community, any community, LGBTQIA plus community, or directly find someone of that that's doing activism and support them in doing so. I'm not a person who's a great activist. I'm very much, I'm so passive, it's hard. And it's hard to be that person, but I am willing to take my money instead of buying clothes with rainbows on them, which is great, but supporting the actual activism to get them the rights that cause them the need to have a pride month. So just wanted to say my bit for how I feel about that, but happy pride month to everyone. Um, Agreed on all counts. So let's go back to talking about success and wherever I was, but that entered my heart and needed to be said. Um, (laughs) So, and, and I think something happened recently for me that made me understand my brain's role in the idea of success. I was talking about candles. I'll get back to candles. Um, <laughs> the reason why that triggered that was Magic Hour is a queer owned business and locally yep. here in Portland. And I've been, I love their candles. They're amazing. Um, and they're just beautiful. So that's why that triggered that. I have a healing candle or a healing candle and a celebration candle. Celebration candle I've had since I lived in Sedona. And I've wow. not found, I've, I've like been waiting for to hold it for something. And this week, I feel like, why not just light it because we're celebrating us celebrating all the wins that we've achieved micro and macro in in creating the life that that we're asking to create that we want to choose of our own choosing, releasing the trauma working through celebrating the hard work thus far doesn't mean i'm going to stop working hard but it absolutely means that i have had a lot of wins and that's a good thing and it's a thing that makes me want to work harder and and to do more um i'm all over the place i'm a true gemini right now my air is flowing well yeah we also did like do a lot of depletion so i feel like it's like that's why there's no container there's yeah exactly i was just gonna say like there's no channeling whatsoever (laughs) we're channeling everything (laughs) so let's talk about our brain and the idea of success so our brain when we celebrate something is a happy uplifting heartful energy it's 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 like it feels good and if we're coming from any space of trauma around that or any belief system, our brain is going to get activated and triggered. And it's going to be like, dude, you can't celebrate. If you celebrate, somebody's going to take it away from you. Some, something's going to happen. If you're happy, something's wrong. Like we can't be happy. And it made me realize that, oh, I have to sit when we're in that space of uplifting i had a massage which with my amazing massage therapist is her name's lene lacourse if you ever if you're in the portland area please go seek her she's beautiful wonderful um i can't wait because it's summertime we get to do massages outside now i love it so excited anyways sorry squirrel 
um, ADHD, working hard. Um, and she was working on some stuff and she was using some acupressure points when in her massage that we use with IET. And she released something within me. I don't know what it was. I don't really care because it was releasing. And I went home feeling lighter, feeling joyful, feeling connected to excitement, feeling connected to joy and just like that sense of like being uplifted. I was listening to music. I was dancing around in my kitchen. I was like, who is this girl? Cause <laughs> you have been here in a hot minute. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is why I do the stuff. And I felt joyful. And then my brain, my poor brain, who is so scared when that happens and so afraid thinking that something horrible is going to happen to us. It tried, it started to shut it down. It started to find anything it could to make meaning of something. It doesn't matter what it was. It was the simplest thing and it made meaning of it, putting me in a space of imposter syndrome about something that I damn well know I'm not an imposter that I'm qualified to do. Like all the things that started showing. And I'm like, why, like, why? What is happening? And I realized my brain was afraid. It was afraid of my success. It was afraid of my joy connecting to the success of what I've worked through. And I was like, oh, okay. So it gave me the understanding of, I have to talk with my brain about it. We have to have a conversation. When I'm entering in that space of joyfulness, I have to remind my brain, hey, we're safe here. No one can take this away. We worked so hard to get here. And it's okay that we we celebrate and and redefine that level of success. Maybe we're maybe we're not financially where we want to be. Maybe emotionally where we're not exactly where we want to be. But it's safe to be on this part of our journey. And it's safe to stand here and call it a, this these moments successful. Yeah. And it took a minute for it to stop being like fuck and like trying to throw things at me that were super challenging and super like wow why did i go from success to like depression in like three milliseconds it was yeah it was rough and it was sad because i was like i've worked so hard to get here why do i sabotage this feeling and mm -hmm. i realized because joy and happiness were unsafe for so long and that narrative that I discovered about my belief in needing to punish myself, like my brain was so afraid that part of myself was going to rear its ugly little head and do some sabotaging internally. Yeah. And so it did everything it could to protect me. And I, and I'm so grateful to have a brain that's so ready to protect me and wants to, but it didn't understand that I've healed. I'm healing that part that self that that self punishment conversation we're healing that we're releasing that and but it's still it it it's still like in that trauma response so long story short really convoluted way to get here when we're redefining success we have to engage the brain's energy when we're redefining it and having a conversation of saying this is successful and it's okay to stop and celebrate our successes and what that means to us because it's important 
because then you can move on and do the harder things. You build resiliency. That's that's how resiliency is built. By you you label something as success, even if it seems like a shit show, it was a successful in how it needed to happen, then there's no charge there. There's no charge. You know, we can go through things in life that are hard, that are not the way we want to go through them, that take us through places that we hate being in, and it's messy, and it's sticky, and it's yucky. But coming out the other side of it, either whether it's a resolution that you had hoped for or not, you've made it through that process. That process is a success because you've made it through it, because you stuck it out, because you were there. And in that saying like, okay, it was successful because I learned this about myself. I learned this about the other person or the situation. You gained information, you didn't get stuck in blame or victimhood or whatever. It's not to say that you didn't have feelings of hurt, of upset. It's not to say that those weren't part of it, but because you made it to the other side with so much more wisdom and understanding and whether a resolution, whether or not it's what you wanted, it's a successful journey because you got from it what you needed to get from it. And when we can label those things as a success, you allow yourself to have that sense of resiliency because when that if something like that happens again you're like i'm on a journey to understand versus i'm on a journey to get my wish or to get what i want i'm on a journey to have understanding and discovery versus just having one outcome and be successful yeah sorry vanessa i i feel you we need to say so no i I, i'm on the ride i'm always on the ride like i'm always on the ride every time i'm like yeah 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 and like i we squirrel together We just run from tree to tree and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, sometimes I'm just quiet because it's like, I'm just here. Like, I'm just in it. Like, <laughs> like yes, yes and yes and yes. Um, because it, it, it's it's true that all of the things that we think of as success are not all of the things that we need to think of as success. And that's why we're so friggin' sad and anxious all the time. It's because we haven't learned how to, how to manipulate the the reality to be positive in a way that we will receive like dopamine and you know reward chemicals as much as possible because we will be addicted to reward chemicals if we allow that to happen you know and and that you know brings in that that fear right but if we face those fears and we continue to to use small successes we get more more feeling of we can achieve success right like we can get we can if we can celebrate small moments we know that there's going to be small moments to celebrate right because they're small like the reason why it's so hard to think of success is because there we use such big milestones as celebration things that it's like oh my god like once you get to one you're like you know like you you know there's like 33 miles to the next one you know it doesn't really you know it's not a fun time even the success is just like well yeah you know i mean hey like graduating from college like is like okay great now i'm going to go into the working world with my debt woohoo you know what i mean like it kind of screws that success but meanwhile you could have been having successes all along all along with your life and your development and your your knowledge and your experience and those kind of things. Um, my clients know that we sell, we celebrate freaking everything. Like we're, we're like, uh, you know, 
awareness is like my favorite thing to celebrate, which isn't anywhere near the achievement that we're looking for, right? Like, you know, in, in their minds, they're like, I still don't have the thing. I don't have the relationship or I don't have the job or I don't have the whatever. But I'm like, if you stopped yourself from doing something, we're going to freaking celebrate that because it's the first time you did it. And so we need to acknowledge that and you need that empowerment moment to understand that you're doing it so that you'll want to do more. Because when we don't do those things, when we don't look at them, it's really hard to keep going because you don't see where you're, you don't see that you're going anywhere. And, um, you know, like our pregame was definitely like, uh, you know, I was in a trauma space. I've been in a trauma space for the last week, you know, relationships being, you know, we know my fucking big major problem for all of my life. Um, and, you know, just kind of being in, in like this, like in and out of success, you know, feeling like there was success and then something coming in and, and being like, yeah, well, maybe not, you know, or how about this? And being like, oh, like I didn't do it, but working through that to be like, yes, you did. Like you did on some level. And there, there are so many things to celebrate about this process right now to remind you to keep going, to remind you that, you are miles ahead from where you were. And it's because you've allowed yourself to acknowledge these moments. It's because even when bad things happened, you know, or tough things happened, you were able to celebrate with yourself the ability that you had to do them or the ability that you had to reach out for support, which is like what I could never do it before. Now I do it very well. Like to me, that's or not very well. I'm going to say halfway <laughs> because, but I'm still doing it more than I did before. So it's like, you know, being able to, to be open and honest with somebody and show my, my vulnerabilities was not something that was easy for me. So even in the shit show of my emotion, I still can be like, well, at least I'm letting myself be supported, which is something to celebrate. This is a success along this way. Allow yourself to feel like you have created something within you that you've never done before. That is that is the definition of success is an achievement. This is an achievement. You've done this. Now, does that mean that you're done with everything? No, you're never going to be done with everything. Nobody's ever going to be done with anything, right? Like, so get that out of your head. So it's been, you know, like for me, I think redefining success um, is, is about those, you know, like you were saying, kind of those, those smaller moments, those, those things that are just like, oh, that's different you know, or I just learned something awesome. Like that's, that's a success because I allowed myself to learn something awesome, you know, or I allowed myself to be creative enough to put myself in a space where I could learn something awesome. You know, like patting yourself on the back is something that we don't do enough of because people, you know, like it's, it's not good for control yeah. <laughs> in the society. We don't, we don't want people feeling empowered because then they can't be controlled. But to me, that's like the, the beauty of it is being able to say, okay, well, this may not be great, but look at, look at this, you know, and specifically today being like, well, you still, you still haven't used any of your terrible vices from the past. So this is a good, like we are, we're, we actually in a really good space, right? <laughs> You're in contemplation. You are not freaking out. You feel internally like there might be a freak out, but when you actually look at what your freak outs used to look like, not even at all. You're just navigating the tough situation that you're in and it's going to be hard, you know, and being able to think of that as a success is 
something we're not trained to do, but really helps. I mean, it really helps me in these spaces to be like, well, you are doing things that are good that you weren't doing before. So keep going because what else is out there? If you keep going, it's going to get better. It's just not better right now. It's going to get better. It is. And it will. It, and it I, has. <laughs> yes. And and the more I think, and here's why seeing things as success is important. Because as you're growing, if you're on a journey, whether it's emotional, mental, physical, you know, spiritual, whatever journey that you're on, or all of them, I feel like I'm on every single journey there is. Um success and seeing something as a success proves to the brain to keep going the brain is so powerful and i keep going back to it but i experienced it this week i have made nice with my brain many moons ago but it's still challenging for me to have the growth be part of my habitual life like the things that i immediately go to rather than other vices like you said um so the more that we can say that was a success and, and and feel it as a success, the more your brain has, oh, it stays out of safety mode. It allows you more energy to go through the process versus trying to shut you down and keep you safe and push you into the corner of stay here, it's safe, isolate, it's safe. You're not safe to go out there and do these things. Um, it It prevents that. Now, to go from being on the journey and, and working through trauma to having a moment of pure bliss and joy, my brain was not ready for that. <laughs> and that's why that happened. That's why it engaged. That's why it started to shut me down was because it wasn't ready. And that's connected to you know decisions and belief systems that are being worked through and worked out. But the brain is usually the last one to get the memo. Yeah. So the more that we can prove to it that it's okay, it's safe to have success. It's safe to have wins. It's safe to celebrate them. It's safe to be proud of ourselves in a very loving, kind, non-egotistical type of way. And even, you know, the ego is important. It's, it's, it's what, it's our identity. It's what keeps us safe. You know, it gives us, yeah. I don't write the ego off because the ego has purpose. It's how we yeah. use the ego that matters. Um, I mean, it's there. Yeah. Like the thing about it is that everything that we've been given is, has a purpose. So uh, pretending like it's not important is ridiculous. But actually, when you say it out loud, because it's like, well, then why is here? Yeah. It makes us feel good. We like our, our ego being stroked feels good. Yeah. For a reason. <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about that before but <laughs> i think you know when we can label micro successes the macro success becomes even po more powerful but you'll you'll validate so much along the way of your own journey that you have less of a need for the end goal to be to feel as powerful and successful that if it's not exactly like, for example, let me give you an example because it's easier to, to describe it, articulate it because I'm having trouble here, obviously. So <laughs> say you're like, for me, I want to use a very non-emotional experience. My, my goal was to really unpack, get every space in my house the way I want it to be, the way I'd like it to be, to 
feel like I've landed, to grow roots, to all of that. That was my overarching goal. But depression, lack of sleep, fatigue, all the things showed up for me when I moved here. I've been here almost two and a half years now. It took me that long to land because all of the other stuff was showing up. The, the mental unwellness, the emotional unwellness, all the things, the depression, everything that I was avoiding showed up. And so I still wanted the goal of being landed and having my house the way I like it, my office really neat, clean and efficient, my bedroom sanctuary, my living room enjoyable and comfortable, all the places, all the places and all the energy in the places. But the more the time went on and the I felt farther away from my goal and I started to feel like I would it would never happen. Yeah. But as I began to do small wins and to do what I wanted in the situation to take like for example getting my bedroom repainted and um and setting up my new bed and getting that to where it felt good was like oh I have one space in my house that I've achieved and I celebrated the hell out of that because I was like oh my gosh this makes me feel so good it's clean it's organized the closet is organized I purged clothes like it felt like the space was fresh and new so I didn't feel like there was charge around it. So what I did was is celebrated that. Well, now that I'm in that space where I'm almost at my goal, I have a few things to tweak, but I'm pretty much there. I'm okay with it not being as perfect as I needed it to be to be successful. Yeah. I've allowed it to evolve into its own whatever it needed to be for me. Yeah. Because how things are is not the way I pictured them to be. But it was so hard to get to that goal that I was losing faith and losing hope and wanted to just not do it. But because I allowed myself to celebrate wins, to feel into what I wanted it to feel like, to create success in small ways, I allowed myself to have the end goal be what it needed to become versus what I needed it to be to make me happy. It was more about energetically landing and in the flow of what the house and I are creating. Cause you know, what, while yes, it's a physical fixed object, it has an energy, it has a flow. It didn't want to be what I wanted it to be. You know, it said, I can offer you this and it's better than what you wanted it to be. When you're so focused on that one thing, you lose that you have the blinders on to how beautiful it can become the even the and more that this or something better and so as i just surrendered to it and accepted and celebrated along the way it's become something more than i ever could expect it to be and so the end wasn't i didn't i wasn't all my feeling of success and the goodness of feeling success wasn't riding on it to look like this one thing Mm. it gave me opportunity to have multiple successes and for it to evolve in the way that it meant to i hope that was a better way of explaining it than i was trying to do before (laughs) well this is how this is again like when the channel (laughs) is doing its thing because we've already i mean it's like we're we're on the with the trains rolling through and we're just 
let it roll through because that's all we can do right now. We can't we can't adjust the speed anymore because we're already we've already done that quite a bit. I think yeah, like I I think that that's like the 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 super important part about redefining success is what what you just said of like remembering that success is along the journey, but not that super not often. Whatever it was that we created at the beginning of the journey is what it needs to be at the at the quote unquote end of the journey, because when we start our journey, we only have a certain amount of knowledge. And so we're, we're basing our success based on the knowledge that I have today. This is what success is. Well, guess what? While we're trickling along our our path on our journey, we learn more things. And so therefore sometimes that doesn't feel that successful, you know, like think about, I mean, when I think about my life and you know, like, Oh, I'm going to be a licensed therapist and I go do it. And I'm like, that. Like, <laughs> no, this is not what success is supposed to feel like. It feels, it feels, it feels awful. It sucks. <laughs> this, right? Like this is, and, and I kept doing it and I tortured myself for years. All these different states trying to get licensed, like, cause it was the goal. It was the, that would be, that would be success. And then I could tell everybody I was a licensed therapist and I would be like, you know, I'm over here. You guys can't see me, but I have like my power arms up, you know, and being like so valid and being like, I felt, I felt like the opposite of success. I felt very much like I ignored myself. I abandoned myself. I abandoned the people I I was choosing to serve. I felt like I was following and not innovating. Like it was, it was the opposite of success that I felt. And I was like, that's because you took what you believed at the beginning and didn't allow it to evolve along the way into what would feel like a personal success you you just didn't let the information do what it's supposed to do which is direct your flow you know like the you know like you hear it but do you do it most of us don't right because we still have this societal programming that is adamant about these certain things being a success and i think that like you know that's the the big part about it and i had written down before success and failure too because again like what we think of as success isn't always it, you know? And so when we're failing, quote unquote, at it, you know, we do ourselves a service by saying, well, maybe this is a good thing. What could I see of this that might actually help me in this failure? Because that means that there's a success in this failure, right? Like, and even if it's just learning that this isn't the right thing or learning that this isn't the way I can call that a success because I have gained something. And that not that is knowledge, knowledge that it's important to me or knowledge that is helpful to me. I can call that success, right? You know, and like, people think of that, like, I'm imagining people with the programming hearing this and being like, sounds like, you know, wanting to like celebrate mediocrity. (laughs) I just had girl, (laughs) we are sharing a brain cell because I was just thinking about how I can hear people say, oh yeah, that's why they give trophies for participation. Yeah. Which I found my cheerleading trophies. I have several participation trophies (laughs) from my younger years in the 1980s and I still became competitive as fuck so everybody who has a problem with those needs to remember that we got them in the 80s too it's not just a whiny millennial thing that people like to put out there and I am that is a tangent I needed to go on because I hate that like it really bothers me because these are innocent kids 
who some of them, the bravery of showing up needs to be celebrated and to deny them of that because they weren't the best at it makes me want to stab. (laughs) It makes me very stabby because that breeding competition in like a five-year-old to that extent is, is like, you wonder why you've got anxious kids. You wonder why you've got kids that don't want to be on this earth when they're 10 years old. This is why, because you don't allow them to celebrate anything unless they are the best at it. It does. It does tie in. We're redefining success for children right now too. Yeah. (laughs) Because this is, you know, it's, it's important to be able to take away these societal constructs that were created from God only knows what, like y'all, when you start to look into where things come from, it's pretty disgusting most of the time. And you will not want to follow them. If you allow yourself to go, well, what, where did this come from? Why do we do that? Why is that important? And then you're like, oh my God, like, I don't want to do that anymore. That yeah. sucks. Like, I don't want to do that. That's, that's why people are this way. You know what I mean? In a negative form. So yeah, I think that the, the super important part about redefining success is that you're doing it on a regular basis if, through awareness that like, I can make a goal and goals are great. You know, and and it's not celebrating mediocrity to celebrate stuff on the way because you're on the way to something all the time. If you're allowing yourself to be inspired, there is no such thing as mediocrity. Yeah. And I'm going to say something about that participation trophy thing. (laughs) It's going to create controversy in so many hearts right now is that I'm sorry, but you don't get to live your life vicariously for your children or continue the punishment that you received as a child and your lost hopes and dreams, you don't get to make your child have to fulfill them. Yes. That is not your role as a parent. So please check yourself in doing that because I I tell you what, my life could have been different had I not had that type of parent. Yeah. And it's harmful. And you wonder why children don't, children work so hard to just show up. These introverted kids that are trying to work so hard at being in a space that they're not comfortable. And you're denying the fact to them that just by being on this earth, they're worth celebrating. Yeah. That's the bigger message they're getting. They're now getting that they have to prove to you all of this stuff to gain your love. That is bullshit. And I'm sorry, but that triggers me I'm not so sorry. bad right now. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I want you to be triggered if you believe that way. <laughs> like, because I really do. I mean, y'all, what, what the, the things that I hear in my client sessions are heartbreaking because of what happens to children who are not supported, who are not seen, who are not, who are pushed beyond their, the, the, what they need to be pushed beyond, you know, again, when you're seven, I have a seven-year-old and like, I can't imagine telling her, well, you don't get anything for your bravery. Yeah. I know you didn't want to do that. Or I know that that was hard for you, but you didn't do it better than everybody. So, you know, sorry, you get nothing. Like, what is I know the message that that sends to her that she's only going to be valuable if she's the best at something, and that's just not I'm not interested in 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 that at all. But people, you know, buy into it and just go along with it, and it's it, again like 
wonder you wonder why how, you wonder, how do you wonder why and you know connecting this to the idea of success if you want to take this past the, the children thing because i'm just going to rant for the rest of the podcast how i stay here thing, like i believe the children are <laughs> but you take these people that feel that way and that do that and you enter them into the workforce and their bosses and their ceos and their foremans and they treat their employees like that as well yeah which creates burnout which creates turnover you wonder why the loyalty you know i hear a lot like oh people are not loyal to it why because they're not treated well yeah. this this newer yeah this newer generation and also some of us old you know gen xers like we realize how much damage we've done by being that in the workforce and how unhappy we are how we're on so much medication because of stress because of overworking ourselves because we were taught that you work till you die kind of thing like that you're not taught to be to celebrate yourself um and to to be celebrated and yeah, you can say, well, yeah, your paycheck is your celebration, but when you don't pay them enough to do what you're asking them to do, fuck that. Yeah. Like, this is why, and this kind of podcast took a really weird turn, but this, you know, this is why we have to look at ideas of success, look at ideas of celebrating them. It doesn't cost you anything to celebrate employees. It doesn't, maybe paying them an adequate wage, maybe. But here's the thing. Loyalty comes from people who feel like they're celebrated. And the same goes for yourself. If you're on a journey, let's bring it back to that and stay out of this other realm. Because like I said, there's ranting that could happen. Um, fire is growing. <laughs> so when you're on your own journey think of yourself as the ceo and you have all your parts you have your manager you have your firefighter you have your littles you have all the parts of you and are you managing it under a, a rule like a heavy-handed type of way success only means you are overworked underappreciated underpaid and underfed not taken care of not meeting your own needs is that what your managers or your ceo is successful is that successful to them because if that's the case it's not that's why it's so hard to meet any of your goals that's why you try so hard and you have this good sense of i'm going to do it this time i'm going to do x y and z but because those managers are in place and they have an expectation a really militant expectation of you and will not celebrate you unless you meet that exact goal how are you ever going to win? How are you ever going to meet that goal? You're not because you can't. Because that goal may be unattainable in this moment. Who you are right now maybe is not able to meet that goal. Who you are in a month, a week, a day, that could be different. But you have to celebrate that process and that journey to getting to that goal or whatever that goal is. And if it's different than what the original goal was, if you have a managerial system within you that's super harsh, they're not going to even celebrate that. They're going to say, but you still didn't meet your goal. 
How is that ever going to feel good to you? How are you ever going to want to get to a goal if you don't at least see all the things and the successes that happen along the way? It's so important because to me, it's the same thing as raising a child in a very loving, kind environment. You celebrate everything that they do because especially on new discoveries, new abilities, new thought processes, new understandings. You celebrate that within them. You encourage that. And what happens to that child? They flourish. They become independent. They become self-assured. They become confident. They become successful. They want to do more. They want to learn more. Yep. They are ever seeking new information. And that type of child will always find success in everything that they do, will be more well-rounded, will be more apt to do things that are risky and that feel good to them because they want to explore things. It's so important. Yeah. And you are your, you are internally, there is the littles that are within you. And so you would never treat a child the way you treat yourself. That's where you have to start. That's where you have to start is that idea of, would I do this to my child? Would I not celebrate all of these things that they've accomplished if they had accomplished these things? Absolutely, you would. Unless you're one of those parents we were just talking about. <laughs> In which case, right? Like, as soon as you said that, I got a flash of one of those, you know, like one of those types. <laughs> we all know the types of people that would be like, yeah, I'd do it to my kid because they need to be the best. And you're like, oh my God, like. You want to punch you in the throat. Yeah, right? Like you're coming into my like Happy Gilmore happy place, you know, being Shooter McGavin. Like, <laughs> just, yeah. oh, get out of here, right? Because yes, like that that concept, absolutely, we want to be able to do that. But if you are that kind of person or you were, you were the child who was raised that way and that's why you're the adult, it's like this is the, the pattern that continues to get pushed down through generations because they don't understand the concept of this that we're that we're like to us is so clear to us it's so like crystal clear you know but for those people still wallowing in that 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 pit of misery that that's created by that programming they're still under that spell they're still in that space they're still the ones that argue with me of like that's the best and I'm like I don't you're not happy why would you want to have your child be as unhappy as you are as an adult? This doesn't make sense to me, yeah. right? But that that kind of pushes it to that other conversation of like the other things that we see in our societal programming of success. You know, what what are the things that we're talking about right now that we are, that we're trying to eradicate as measures of success or change that are measures of of success and like as you were giving the work example i was just thinking about like why people stay in those jobs that they're being treated that way and and, and the first things that were popping into my head were those material things and again it was like the milestones and the and the successes of like a nice car and a big house and a this and all these things that put us in debt and make us be controlled sometimes by those horrible environments and then we're too mentally gone to be able to get out of that environment or we're we've been beaten down so long that we don't understand that we could jump to a better environment that could sustain our lives that 
we can't sustain without this job. You know, like it's this big convoluted circle of fuckery <laughs> that like starts with all of these definitions of success that are man-made, you know, and society made that we're that that are messing us up big time. And it's like we can't we let's say we, a lot of people can't see them because they're so deeply programmed you know these are the people like I said that I are that I argue with all the time about like I had to argue with myself coming into the apartment that I'm in because it's small and it's not in the greatest um you know like like space wise like it's you know and it was like okay but to you the amount of money that you're spending is allowing you to like catch up and do all that 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 is like you need to def- redefine success being in a high rise that overlooks the ocean and overextending yourself is not success for you right now that's absolutely putting you in the hole that's going to put for what so that you can say that you achieved a high rise above you know with an ocean view that doesn't even make sense because your insides aren't going to feel good you're going to be stressed out you're going to have to do all of these things for what, right? Like if you want that, that's great. Find a way to achieve it that doesn't compromise your fucking like everything, yeah. you know, that will be possible, but don't, you know, be chasing the success to the point of like overextending yourself, you know, and, and we do it all the time, right? Like, I mean, I, I make a truck payment every month that I never want. I always said I didn't want, and I didn't even do it for that purpose. But I know a lot of people do, right? Like get you get yourself into like, oh, I need the sports car. And you go and you buy the sports car. And like, you don't now now you're trapped. You feel trapped because that felt successful to you. That felt like a status symbol and that you had made it. And you didn't make it. You made it in society, you know, standards. But in personal standards, you didn't make anything but a mess for yourself. And so you feel bad and you don't feel successful whatsoever because now you're struggling. And in struggle, we can't feel success, right? Like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I have this sports car that I can't afford. And now I don't make enough money. And, you know, like it, it puts you even under where you were before. So like the, the the conversation of redefining success, I feel like there's a lot of real concrete like items that get overlooked, you know, because people will say to me when we talk about, well, everybody needs a vehicle. And it's like, yeah, we don't need to do it the way that sometimes people do it. You know, like there are other ways, but we have, again, like created a standard of success that we can now get measured by and our worthiness gets measured by that forces us into these, these cycles, you know, of, of self-abuse, right? Like, if if you have $5,000, you could buy a $5,000 car and then not have a car payment. It's not going to be the greatest car. And you're going to have to deal with the fact that you feel unworthy, right? Like, of you know, or you feel like not as great as the people who are driving around in a really nice, luxurious thing. But is your peace of mind worth it? Sometimes, absolutely. Other times you will make that choice because you'll say, well, it's not overextending me to that point. So I'm not going to do that. I will use it as a down payment because I'm okay. But it's the intention behind the things that we're doing that allow us to have the feeling of success versus chasing something that's not even our personal success. 
I want to share something with you to be fully transparent and also to share something that's an interesting reflection of my own process with the idea of success. When I started my journey wanting to be an entrepreneur and looking at the people in my industry, in the self-help industry, and wanting to be like a Louis, the next Louise Hay or Wayne Dyer or something of that nature. I had to look at myself and be like, do you want that because you feel success will equal love and acceptance internally and from others? Or what is that? What is it that you're seeking through this process? And that, and what, why do you see that as being successful? Why can't you help heal the local people and the people that you have and that be a success? Um, and I have that reflection now because the space I'm in with that part of my business and that part of my life and allowing it to evolve and step forward and to be kind of what it is I need it to be rather than having this big grand idea and having these little successes along the way made me understand that I was seeking, I wanted to help people, but I was seeking, I was seeking the, the what's the word I'm looking for? The gratification of people experiencing what I experienced when I consumed the information from those people. Mm-hmm. And it's not a bad thing, but there was also like a another side to it that I didn't understand that was there. And because I, I was constantly not ever able to extend myself into the public world in an easy way, there was always this fear, this, my issues with money, whatever it was, I wasn't able to. So I kept feeling like, oh, just, just another moment where I couldn't do it. I failed. My dreams are done. Like, but understanding that that process in that space was important to be there because I do still want to help people. I do still want people to get something from what I'm producing and what I'm putting into the world. I want them to receive healing or whatever it is they're receiving from me. And I, but it's from a space of, I will fulfill my part of this first within myself. And my success is, is that I am available to do those things for others. My success is, is not pushing me to make some sort of course that 1997, like $2,000, like I understand that there's a purpose for that in places and that people do that and that's their path, but that never felt true to me. Yeah. To create these bigger things. Yeah. I mean, I, I know I've redefined success like multiple times in my life. And even what it looks like now is like, you know, I, I had the brainwashing of like, it needed to be this and you need to be that. And like what you're saying, like the validity comes when you're on TV or the validity comes when you write a book or, you know, like all of these kind of things and just being like, wow, you know what a success is for me? hopping off at the end of the day and knowing that like my clients are fucking, you know, feeling good about their journey. That's a success for me. And it doesn't matter that everybody knows about it. I know about it and they know about it. And that makes me really happy. 
You know, like success to me is no longer like the big four bedroom house. I lived in one. I didn't own it, but I lived in one and and the space was nice, but I didn't feel success. I was like, this isn't success to me. This is space, literally just space, you know, like Jesus, like there's space outside too. You know what I mean? It's like redefining all of it. Like, what does it mean to me to feel successful? is like a whole different set of things that society never enriched or never, never allowed me to figure out for myself. You know, it was, it was a hard freaking bumpy road of like what you were talking about, you know, banging your head up against what everybody else tells you to do and being like, why does it hurt so much? Like, I don't want to do it. I'll never be successful then. Right. Because this is the measure and I'm not going to go there. So I guess I'll never be successful, right? Like, and then just being like, dude, just what is successful to you today? Let it grow from whatever that is. And it, and you'll stop growing it when you feel done. Yeah. That's what all those people did, right? Like when we talk about Louise Hay and, and Wayne Dyer and stuff like that, like their ideas of success were different and they just existed in, in, in their truth. And it looked that way. I don't actually want to be a celebrity. No, because I, I don't want people to hear what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. They were successful because they didn't have social media in those days. Um, right, right. Like I, it's um, like an absolute nightmare, actually. And, so I don't want that. And in reflecting and seeing them and seeing their own processes through this process, their success, they it was in the journey. Yeah. And I think that that's the one thing that I'm learning now is that I'm okay with just being known. Do I want to further my reach? You bet. Absolutely. I want to help more people, but I'm helping people at the capacity of energetically that I can help in the moment. Yeah. And part of that big capacity is myself because that was another thing as when we, as people that do any type of healing work, whether it's therapy, whether it's energy work, whether it's readings, whatever it is, we spend so much time giving to others. We tend to forget to give to ourselves. And part of my process with learning how to balance that, how to say, look, I have this much capacity this week left over and I can do this, this, and this, or I can do this for me. And I'm choosing me. And I'm choosing to find the successes in that, to allow myself the space in my journey to find the success, the success of when my brain does go rogue and, you know, and want to sabotage me because it's so uncomfortable, the awareness that I'm, that I learned, the understanding that I learned, the ability to not turn that into months of being in trauma response, that's a fucking success to me. Any moment, whenever that starts to shift for me and any moment that even if I'm in the response, and it's post response that I have the awareness that's still a win. Success doesn't have to be the party. Success can be just reflecting on your week and saying, hey, wow, it was a shitty week. But you know what? I handled it so differently than I normally handled it. I'm able to look at it from a neutral observer aspect. I'm able to give me what I needed, like being sick. I was sick for part of last week, learning how that, oh my gosh, what would you do if you had a sick kid in front of you? 
and taking care of myself rather than making myself push through it and just deal with it and suck it up like I always have. Because at, at, at some point in time that served me because I couldn't focus on what was wrong because it was too overwhelming for me. But now it doesn't serve me anymore. I'm in a different space. And to give myself the grace and the kindness of love and care and permission to be taken care of and receiving that. That's another thing to, to purposefully receive that care is such a success for me that, I mean, like it warrants me lighting that goddamn candle. And I think I'm going to do it after we're done because I feel that's a success. Whatever has happened is I feel a success. I I like need you to burn the candle down. Like I need you to like as quickly as possible, like find as many successes <laughs> to, to burn that candle down. Because yeah, like the, 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 the reality being that those are all successes and, and celebrating them is like giving your little inner child that high five that they deserve for being brave and for showing up and for like acknowledging and, and allowing, you know, something to be different, you know, like that's like freaking amazing, you know, and we're, we're able to say that because literally what she's saying out loud is what we've had to do talking about our shitty weeks <laughs> of being able to be like, yeah, so not great feeling, but wow, great growth, great awareness, great, like, like proof of your of, of the journey being like so so worth all of the things that you've gone through because look at the you know like look back at the steps that you've actually taken and celebrate the fact that that like you have been successful at change and that's like awesome you know like that's that's the whole point of of doing these hard things is to become successful at changing and like hell yeah like burn that fucking candle down <laughs> yeah. well, and get a new one and burn that one down too it's like how many celebration candles can i burn this year it's like right? it's it's a competition right um, yeah like let's just turn that right into a competition <laughs> so how how do you how do you define success and how do you celebrate the success by what we talked about last week reflection you know and i'm thinking to myself wow grace wouldn't that be a great idea to like on a Friday, because I work four tens, like to sit on a Friday and have a moment of reflection and say, what did we win at this week? What are we, what success are we celebrating? Why does this work in helping you get to the bigger goal? Because if your brain is a negative bias, meaning looking at all the things you haven't done or don't have, you're going to manifest more. When you shift into that space of a higher vibration, you immediately attract things of those vibration. It's the way we manifest. So when we can sit there, it's like a gratitude journal, but we can call it a success journal. What did I win at today? What did I, what did I, what did I do that was hard, but I found success in the hardness? What did I learn? Like, or even what was, not hard but i did it again yeah like right like I I, yeah. I I i i am showing myself that i'm in a better pattern like it might not have been hard but i did it and i don't know you know like it's it's a i'm completing a new pattern like on a regular basis i mean we have so many reasons to celebrate that we forget about 
right? It's not, as soon as you said that, it kind of triggered that within me of being like, do you only celebrate when things are hard? And I was like, I think maybe, <laughs> I think maybe. It's <laughs> like, oh no, like I need to learn how to be like, yes. you know, like you showed up in your relationship today without, you know, like with, with openness and whatever, like, and you don't normally do that, but it wasn't hard. But you need to like you need to keep, you know, keep celebrating the fact that that's that's still something that you're building on. And just because you didn't, you know, feel like you were bleeding today doesn't mean that you don't get to celebrate it. Yeah, oh. yeah I needed to have that moment sitting in there. But it doesn't have to be hard in order for it to be celebrated. I don't have to be processing myself to celebrate. <laughs> myself. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have to be working through some deep trauma to, in order to celebrate my win. Like, hello, right. I know. I'm right with you. I am right with you. Believe me. <laughs> right? Like the, yesterday, the other day I made coffee. I made coffee, the same coffee every day. And it tasted just, I don't know why. I don't know, it tasted way better to me. And I was just like, damn, I made some good coffee. Even there, you know what I mean? Like I felt, I gave myself like a pat on the back. Like I made a freaking successful pot of coffee. I didn't say it like that, but it made me feel good. You know, like it made me feel like I've accomplished something in the day, even then that feeling small, but then I enjoyed the coffee, you know, because I felt like I was connected to the moment of like the sipping of the coffee and I felt good, you know? And it's like, God, there's so many little, little things that we have an opportunity to just acknowledge in a positive way um, that we just skip right over because And just even in doing the fun things that excite us, like, for example, like on the 50, like back in, in May, when I did that talk for that, the BEPC group, like the next morning, like my MO is normally like, oh my gosh, you said this, or you didn't say this, you were saying too much of this, you were liking and umming and like, I would completely pick it apart. But when I woke up that next day, I said to myself, girl, you did fucking awesome. Like, as I was waking up, like I heard that and I was like, I did. Like, do you, to have that because I've been supportive of myself and celebrate, it was like my natural inclination is to celebrate that. Knowing what I have been through, knowing how hard it was for me to achieve that and, and the process for years to get there. And to step into it with a sense of, I'm going to do it. And we'll see what happens. But to not sit there and, and pick apart. Now, is there a part of me that wishes to refine things? Absolutely. Being Feeling successful doesn't mean that it's done. It's done like your process is done. Yeah. It just means that I was successful in doing what I wanted to do, what made me happy. Mm-hmm. And to have that shift was a success on itself. So my success had successes. But in stepping into that, it gave me the courage to do more. That's why when we go back, let's go back to the participation trophies. When we feel good about doing something and are received with love and kindness, our ideas usually go to, I want to do more of this. How can it be better? We automatically want to do better because we've been encouraged, but not because we've lived in fear. Hey, and like a participant, like when you're a kid, when you're seven and you get a trophy, you're like, dude, I want all the trophies. Yeah. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like you're going to want to do it again because you're like, 
I want like 17 more of these. How many, how can I get more of these? <laughs> right. Because they're just so attached to like the feeling that they get of like, because I did that, I got this thing. Now, whole other conversation about the material, whatever, but like, I get it. We work with what we've got and, and with kids, they're very object permanence type thing. So I'll roll with it, <laughs> you know, because there is part of me that's like, Trophies are very wasteful because I don't know what to, I keep dragging mine around because I feel like I don't want them in the landfill. <laughs> but like that feeling of like, I want more of that, you know, like it's literally creating that within them. I want more trophies. And so like, I can remember wanting the, somehow <laughs> the participation trophy, the most valuable trophy and also most improved like, I don't know how I thought I was going to be most improved and MVP, but I wanted all of them because they wanted the trophies because I, it made me feel like I, like my hard work was, 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 you know, like, and showing up and being brave was being rewarded. And like, that's what we're robbing from people when we don't do that. And that's what we don't create within ourselves when as kids, we're not allowed to do that. Right. Because now showing up isn't enough. And so then we wonder why showing up in our days as adults isn't enough, you know, because like, literally, we haven't been trained to do that. We need to be trained to do that. We need to be trained to be like, I woke up today and I, and, and I took a shower and like, I didn't have to do that, but I did, you know, and, not, and if that's on those days, that's the only thing that we can call a success, then hell yes, because I need to want to do it the next day too. Yep. Right. Yep. Like and the only way to do that is to allow myself to show up in gratitude and celebration and yeah. like it doesn't mean well I'll never shower again because I celebrated showering today like that's the dumbest thing that I've ever heard when I actually say it out loud but that's what we act like if yeah. we celebrate something is going to happen <laughs> yeah. you do that anyways that's nor no it's not no it's yeah not. Stop, right. stop trying to make people feel shameful for where they're at yeah that's yeah. A boomer thing but that's another yeah, podcast. that's a whole other podcast yeah <laughs> but you know it's and i get it it's their trauma from their parents i'm not blaming or shaming but there's no need to perpetuate the fucking trauma we're not right. in the same world we're not in the great depression right there's... we want we want to do better we want things to be better than these these are the ways that we do it we come at it with love yeah and hope hopefully you know i mean i feel like we did a pretty decent job at staying on track that even our like little little <laughs> buy things they, they kind of they came back around so i feel like we did a good job and i hope that the audience feels that way too i hope that everybody listening is feeling very much like okay you know like i kind of get this concept and i understand where the concept's coming from it's not just that you know the the toxic positivity bullshit where it's like well you know you gotta like love your day it's like no you really do you know, like, and have, and, and are allowed to, and we're giving you permission to, so that you can build that within yourself, because we understand how that works. We really get that you, that building it is what you have to do. Um, so here's some ways to do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, just a quick note to let you guys know. So um, this Saturday coming the 10th, because um, this airs Wednesday, I'm like trying to make sure my dates are correct. Um, this June 10th, which is my birthday, um, I will be doing a leading an angel circle, angel healing circle over um, with Phoenix Rising Star. Um, and so if you're interested, I will pop the link 
in the description of this podcast as well as my where I post. And I'll also, I'll, I'm sure I'll post it somewhere else and you guys can see it. But um, we're talking about radical acceptance, what that means, what, how to, re- like the receiving of it, because mm-hmm. there's stages. There's having it, there's giving it, and then there's receiving of it. And we're talking about the receiving part of radical acceptance, defining it, how it, we can, it, it can help us move forward, how it can help us gain the freedom that we're looking to gain. And we're going to talk, but we're also going to do a great med- healing meditation with the angels. And so I hope that you guys want to come. It's free. There's no charge. You just have to register. I will pop that registration link in the comments. So I hope to see you guys there. I hope that you, you know, experience that because the healing, the angel healing circle is a really great place to receive um, that radical acceptance. So, yes, thank you for joining us. If you need us, our information is in the outro or check with us on the Freud's Angels Instagram or Facebook page. Um, We love you. Thanks for joining us through this really kind of weird podcast, but it was great. And I feel that, yeah. It was a good one. We'll see you next week. Love y'all. If you were triggered by anything said in this podcast, please dial 911 or go to your local emergency room. To more deeply understand your unique emotional reaction to today's podcast, I'd love for you to connect with me. You can find me at Vanessa Perry Counselor at gmail.com or at www.vanessaperry.net. And if you wish to take your healing further through energy work or channeling angels or the highest level beings, please reach out to me, Grace, at graceevergreen.com or graceevergreen at outlook.com. And always remember, you are loved, you are worthy, and the world needs your light.